Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I gave it to them good. <laughs> so you said you're women. I gave it to you good. <laughs> I'm, I'm married now. There's only one. I know, I know, I know. As soon as I said that, I go, oh, he's a married man. It's so, it's so strange to me. And I'm like, what? You're married? Like you said, so you had some tweet. You're like, my wife. I was like, what? I, you know, I feel wife. like it sounds fake now if I make jokes. Yeah. If it, like my wife did this, it's like, yeah, you don't even have a wife, dude. <laughs> yeah, nobody believes that. Yeah, <laughs> you like made a wife, like you know, some sort of robot, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like when there was like she's a, a robot. Yeah, she has human hair, but she's a robot. <laughs> Those things just start to look pretty good. I'm just saying, women better shape up because I've seen a few. I'm like, ah, I don't know. It might be a nice replacement. All right, my girl doesn't watch this show, so I get to get to say things I could never say in real life. Um, you had a good week. You, how's the band stuff going? As uh, I know, you auditioned drummers. How'd that go? Uh, well, I auditioned some drummers, and then I yeah. came home, and uh, I was like, maybe I should just <laughs> maybe I should just do it myself. <laughs> I got the drum set up, so that yeah. was actually that was what was making me want to fix my setup was that yeah, I, drummers are so bad that I'm like, ah, I'll just play the drums and the guitar and sing. Nice. Yeah. That's how I always felt when I produced comedy shows. I was like, I'll just do the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why, why bother? I'd like, yeah. I'd have like three guys tank. I'd be like, I'll, I'll do the rest. It's fine. Um, just go. Yeah. But I get it. So you're going you're gonna to do the Phil Collins? Is that what you're going to do? Little, I'm thinking about it. I'm either going to do the Phil Collins, yeah, like a little headset playing playing real I lo- drums. I love that. I think that's fun. Do you? I think it's fun. Yes, I think it's fun. And I like it when the drummer's up front. Like, you're going to yes, do that? Yes, for sure. The, the It would be up front if I'm playing a real drum set. But I'm also, yeah. I know it looks less cool, but what do you think? If it was like this, and then I had maybe a bass player, and it was just two people, and I was doing the drums... Yeah. It's less rock and roll, right? If it's just like, uh, you know, like, it's just like me doing this, and then maybe there's a bass player. I don't, I don't think there's any rules anymore. You know what I mean? I don't think it matters. I think it, the more different, the weirder, the better. You know what I mean? It's, that's, that's, yeah. it's funny, and though, it's cool. that uh, 
I've been having this kind of dilemma, and then and then we picked the theme for this week with the albums because it, it oh, lined yeah. up it lined it up pretty perfect. perfectly. I had like a, a drummer, uh, uh, cri- you know, like an existential drummer crisis. <laughs> and another thing, I'll pay you forty dollars a month to have that as your background every time you do comedy, every time you do your your uh, your gigs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got an official sponsor. <laughs> And then hand out cards after the show. Yeah, yeah. Listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. (laughs) Gives you some merch. Yeah, I'm gonna just hijack your uh, band (laughs) with my goofy show. Four people listen to Fortnite's down. All right. uh, (laughs) Is that how it works? Fortnite goes down. Yeah, it's it, Jeff. It's so bad. Even Jay, our producer, like pretends to be another person. for like, Wait, I know it's you, Jay. Nobody's listening to the show. That's uh, okay. We're still we're we're moving strong. Now. We're going good. All right, let's bring in the uh, riff raff because we got a we got a time limit today. Because oh, yeah. Jeff Jeff has he has old man problems. He's got to go check on his hernia <laughs> or something. So I'm gonna bring in the other crew. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Holtz to Jeffrey Paul, everybody. Yeah. Hernia. <laughs> That's what I do during the show. I check on the hernia. Yeah. <laughs> you had a hernia, too? Dustin. You had a hernia, right? No. So you got hit uh, by a car. Which yeah, but yeah, in April. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I, I think it's funny. It's not go, the same thing. No. we do. Kind of. Kind of. Get him, you, Anthony. You, you talk about <laughs> singing drummers, and you went to Phil Collins. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't go to Anthony's favorite uh, Don Henley. Mm. <laughs> Thought about it. You know, Don, I don't it. like the Eagles, but I like that Don Henley uh, uh, "Boys of Summer." That's a good song. Oh, that was that song. was the solo stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That we were friends, <laughs> but I, I like that song. I, you but don't I don't like his like vocals on a song like, like "Victim of Love." I don't know. It's all the same to me. Yeah, I do. I do like the Eagles. I, I that's Anthony. Like I, I like a greatest hit. We've talked about. It. I like the greatest hit sequels. That's that's yeah. what I like. Because uh, I don't know. And you're in California. It's hard not to appreciate a good Eagles song when you're like driving down, seeing all the palm trees and stuff. Like you, you, you know, it, it it's the great it's a great soundtrack. Probably not for you, but you'd probably crash your car, or um, I don't know. You don't drive, so you just hit your Uber on the head or something. <laughs> <laughs> I would just complain the whole time. <laughs> didn't you, didn't it, uh, you said an Uber driver played your music? That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like, hey, what? Because I was, uh, I had my guitar, you know. He's like, where can I find your, your stuff online? And I, I told him the name of the project. And he, he, he was like, you mind if I put it on? And he started playing <laughs> like oh. a bunch of tracks from it. Did he like it? He, he yeah. liked it. Yeah. But then. He played Uh-oh. his stuff for me. Uh, <laughs> like we had already, Always. he like pulled over. Like I, instead of me getting out, he was like, "Hey, check out! You want to check out my stuff?" And he's doing like, it's just him. Actually, it was a one man band. It was another one man band thing. He's holding a guitar. He's behind a drum Perfect. kit, and he's doing like these blast beats. You know, like uh, oh wow, like that kind of thing. Maybe that's your drummer. Did you ask him if he wanted to audition? <laughs> I was gonna tell him I was looking for drummers until I saw this video. Oh, oh he saw the video. Okay. God. Anthony's the hard critic. I'm a, I'm tough. I'm tough on drums. Yeah. yeah, all right. Well, I get it. All right. Today's theme, everybody, uh, 
the Fortnite, two Fortnite people, <laughs> one man bands. And so that's uh, one person bands or one woman bands. Cause I, I you know, we got to make sure that we uh, keep it neutral. But uh, so my random pulls, I kind of want to stay with the theme. Um, I know he works with a lot of artists. He has full bands. And right now I, I think the last thing he was doing was like a Sinatra tribute thing. But Bob Dylan to me is a guy that can be very one man band, you know, he's, uh, can just have the acoustic and the, the harmonica and stuff. This is a great album. I think this is a, one of the better greatest hits albums. If you don't have this one, this is such, such a good one. Has all the great songs on it. Uh, Bone in the wind, uh, just like a woman, like a rolling stone. <laughs> all great, that song. Song. great song. Great song. And another guy, another guy who's, uh, James Taylor, who I feel oh, is also awesome. another guy who could just get up there. He's by himself usually, and just an acoustic guitar. And uh, you know, this is a this is a great album. I, it's, just, it's just a greatest hit. I think it is. Uh, yeah, it's got all the great songs: Sweet Boy James, Country Road, you know, all the good stuff. So anyway, so that's uh, yeah, just music where you don't need a whole bunch of stuff. You don't need a whole, you know, you just got one dude, one chick person so today we're talking about that we'll let jeff go since he's gonna leave us uh jeff who's your band and bring it in all right uh my band uh and if i can also comment on you guys before i uh go as well because i listened to all of them and um so i start started, with yours start with yours uh, okay yeah. um i i chose uh the 1977 release of elo's out of the blue now i know a lot of people think elo is um a band and but the thing is it really is revolves around one member and that member is jeff lynn and he, you know we had spoke about jeff lynn a little bit uh previously when we talked about traveling will berries he's not only a musician he's also an amazing uh producer he produced george harrison and tom petty and he's you know he's just such a talented songwriter as well but he writes and he uh he sings and you know, he he produces all the ELO albums. There's no ELO without Jeff Lynn. Um, this album, it was a mega album. It really, they sold over 10 million copies of this. Um, at the time, the, the big uh, hits were Turned to Stone, Sweet Talking Woman, Night in the City. But then there was like a, you know, from because of movies and and commercials, you know, they this album found its second legs with uh with, with uh, people discovering the song Mr. Blue Sky which was kind of like a companion piece to the opening of the record. The opening of the record was called Concetto for a Rainy Day and it is such a great powerful song. It's an instrumental and you know ju just like you know when they when they toured on this and I saw this tour back in the day. Uh, I was a little kid but I, I went to it, they came out in a big spaceship, and as a spaceship would open, you know, this dramatic concerto for a uh, rainy day would, would be playing as the spaceship is opening, and the, the top of the spaceship would have all the lights and the lasers, and they were really kind of like a, ahead of their time with a, a, as far as the stage show is concerned. And Concerto for a Rainy Day would go into Standing in the Rain, and then there'd be like a little musical interlude that would go into Mr. Blue Sky, which everyone kind of like knows. And it's again such such a great great um, 
great, great piece of music, you know, like three little pieces there. But uh, ELO, Out of the Blue, uh, it's a double record, and there, there were just like so much on it. And I just kind of gave you like uh, some of the small highlights of it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Very cool. Anthony, are you a fan? Yellow? Curious. Uh, I appreciate what they do, but I, you know, like I hadn't listened to this as an album before. But uh, I, I, I liked it. I thought it was a little <laughs> bit long. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's, it's cool. I mean, it's like, <laughs> to me, it sounds like if Queen was doing the Beatles. Yes, Mr. Blue Sky. This yeah. is totally a Beatles song. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a ripoff. That's, <laughs> it, it made me so angry because I, I forgot about that song. It felt very Beatles with, is a, it, with, is a, that, ca- with a Casio. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is, isn't that the one where they're doing like all the sound effects? They're going like, <laughs> yes. like from, from all Running the. Running yeah. down the avenue. <laughs> yeah. Which is like from, uh, what is that from? Day in the Life. Yeah. Um, just doing all that kind of stuff. I, well, I like. I mean, was big in a that, that, that movie, uh, Role Models. Oh yeah. Wait, was it in Role Models? Yeah, I think it was. Um, I feel this. Go ahead, Anthony. If you have more, I'm just. Oh, like no, I, I just. I was kind of surprised uh, that it came out. Was it seventy five, seventy seven? Released in seventy seven. Because uh, it sounds like the eighties. So it was slightly ahead of its time. Like it sounds futuristic for, for the seventies to me. That's it. Yeah. I, I think it stays there too. Um, that's the only problem I have with this. Um, it did not feel like, you know, it, it just felt very seventies. I felt like I was on Quaaludes or, you know, it just, <laughs> it just, I, I think the drugs were better back then. So I think that's why the, the, I think John Lennon is very talented, but I stu- I think that uh, there's a reason this band blew up and, you know, I think because of the timing, I think this is definitely a seven. I mean, this that band, there's, you don't get more seventies in this band. I mean, this is, <laughs> feels so seventies and all the computer game, noises and all the you know futuristic stuff that's fun i mean i thought bowie was doing a lot of that stuff too i mean people were doing that stuff before them i think it's just like the technology of keyboards and you know and producing and stuff got a little you know more advanced i guess but yeah i I can't do it um i think it's just kind of one of those bands there's certain bands i can't do i can't do elo i can't do yes i can't you know there's certain bands oh yeah i think they're so talented there's there's no denying it but it's just not for me and it, like when it comes to keyboards and stuff you know i'm a purist like vangelis and guys like that well, we're the, doing stuff around that time too so here's the thing dustin but, and, and yeah. I think, just keep in mind that the sound wasn't made through computer or anything there were cellos there were violins i mean they weren't you know they're called electric light orchestra for a reason and they, yeah. you know, there was a full orchestra on stage with them hmm but they so also were using they had keyboards. Yeah, yeah, they were using they were some the, synths, they were the keyboard. Right? Yeah. I mean, it was a piano player. But you know, all that dramatic music 
is made by actual musicians. Yeah. There wasn't there wasn't any kind of computer uh, shenanigans with this. This was and they reproduced it live. <laughs> no computer shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the get, line of the day. I don't like computer shenanigans. I don't like music. computer shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, you do. Computer shenanigans. I mean, you like Nine Inch Nails. That's all computer shenanigans. Um, yeah. So, what do you think, Adam? I know you like them, so I was curious. How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I I uh, I enjoyed the album. I hadn't heard, I hadn't listened to this album before. I mean, I'd heard the hits. I heard Mr. Blue Sky. Um, you know, I really like Turn to Stone. I th- think it's one of my favorites. I thought um, Evil Woman was on here, but I guess that one wasn't on. But um, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I thought just like Anthony said before, it was a little bit. It's a little bit overlong. There's a little bit of uh, some of the songs get a little bit repetitive, but um, but overall I enjoyed it. And I remember years ago going to a wedding where they had a ELO tribute band called EL No playing the uh, reception. <laughs> EL No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so uh, yeah, I just looked up uh, how many movies Mr. Blue Sky is in, and uh, it's in probably it looks like them. ten movies, but. Besides role models, you have Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Paul Blart, Mall Cop, um, wow. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and Megamind, and then a whole bunch of other ones that I, I really don't know what they are. But Yeah, I mean, and I love all these bands that were too ugly for the cover, so they had like really <laughs> cool artwork, like Boston and Yellow, Molly Hatchet. Yeah. You know, there was so, so many cool, you know, bands that were just ugly so they didn't want to like <laughs> they couldn't pull off a you know they'd have they didn't have a mick jagger they'd have a you they know do it. maybe mick jagger yeah. is such a great looking guy <laughs> absolutely that's a sexy man are you kidding me there's not a woman in the 60s that didn't think he was fucking sexy come on dude yeah now, not now, sexy. now you on, can hide pencils dude. in the lines in his face <laughs> Uh, I like that. That's yeah. hiding pencils. Yeah, I, I, I think you could also hide like twenty private jets in his garage. You know what I mean? I think he's okay. Oh, it's not, I think, it's not about money, Dustin. Come on, you're, you're better than that. You know that. I'm not better than that, and women aren't either. They um, so. Anyway, these guys weren't sexy, so they use cool artwork. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I think that's awesome. I'd have to say I'm embracing it. You know, have it you looks, seen Boston? Yeah, come on, did, this dude. Oh, yeah. Je- Jeff Lynn had long, shaggy hair and he wore glasses. You know, come on, what do you yeah. say? Yeah, exactly. Wait a minute. That sounds yeah. like me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. Yellow. I got to work on my artwork. <laughs> yeah, you do. We'll, we'll get you. Yeah, stop showing your face, Anthony. Things will work out. I'm kidding. That's I'm Good working rich. on that's why I'm working on this angle. It's a far away yeah. shot. No, I like not that. You're a beautiful man, Anthony. You're my, you're my Mick Jagger. That's right. I love it. Jeff is my Charlie Watt. Okay, so he's dead. He's dead, exactly. That's why I said that. You know that. You know exactly why I said yeah, that. Yeah, I know you said that. I just wanted okay. to just wanted right. to confirm. All right. So <laughs> So I'll go next real quick, and then we'll just kind of like see if we can speed up a little bit. So uh, I, after finding this particular uh, blues artist, um, you know, I really believe in a thing called reincarnation. I think once in a while you you start to you know like you know I just saw the Elvis movie. I know you're not a big fan, uh, Anthony, but it was pretty cool because you know they kind of like tapped into this 
you know, kid who was around Beale Street and who was influenced by all these black musicians. And, and Elvis had kind of that soul of a black musician. And after, you know, discovering this artist, uh, Galia Bolt, um, she's uh, from Belgium, you know, and she's she was a street performer on the streets, of, you know, ah. Brussels streets. And she was like a one person and doing a bunch of stuff. And she has the soul of kind of an old Delta blues musician and it's amazing she's like this you know anybody from belgium you think of waffles you don't think of blues and so this this young girl is out here just really belting out this beautiful blues and she had uh two two albums before this album um you know that came out uh and uh, i think it was mississippi blend was one of them and let the demons in was the other one and during covid like ever like all of us she didn't, couldn't perform. She couldn't get out there and stuff. And so she kind of like taught herself how to kind of become a one person band. And so she learned like how to do the drum kit and she learned how to kind of play stuff on her own and just be without whatever. And it, it, it kind of became this experiment for herself. And then she, then once she could get out and perform again, people were going crazy for it. So she was all over Europe just kind of doing this one person band stuff. And I think she's fantastic. I really love um you know, the opening song, uh, Last Minute Packers, fun. And remember, the second song is phenomenal. It's Britu Papasso or whatever. The, the slide guitar this chick does is, is, is as good as any blues album I own. And she's very, very talented. I think she's going to blow up. You know, mm-hmm. she, and she, you know, she doesn't, she has like, 5,000 Instagram followers. We messaged today. So it's wow. like she, she's on her way. But at the same time, she's like us. She's just somebody talented who's just out here. And I think she's really going to blow up. She's She's been on the top uh, blues billboard charts three times already. And she's really coming along. I know we're trying to get through this, but I really liked a lot of her songs. I felt it kind of some of the songs with because I like it when you know it's a one person band because the, the yeah. drums on a one person. Yeah. band. I love that kind of boxcar sound. And it's just very cool. I think she's very talented. Um, and uh, yeah, there's one cover on it. Uh, it hurts me, too. It's an Elmore James favorite. He didn't write it, but he it's, he's known for it. And uh, I just think it's just really cool uh, blues. And the fact that it's coming from this young white girl from Europe is phenomenal. And so uh, just curious what you guys thought. Anthony, how would you feel about uh, Galia Bolt? I, I liked it a lot. I mean, you yeah. know, the one the one person band thing is is close yeah. to my heart. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I liked, uh, you know, I, I liked the album, but I uh-huh. wish that uh, like Apple Music sometimes has uh, videos that go along with mm. with stuff. I wish that this was also recorded as a video album. Yeah, because I, I I found myself looking for YouTube clips of her playing live because I I found that to be more interesting yeah. than just just listening to it. Sure. Um, and so I was There's watching some out there. Yeah, yeah, you saw yeah. Some I was watching. I think it was a Jam in the Van uh, concert thing that she did, and it. It was cool because she's she's playing the drums, she's doing the guitar solo, and you can see like it's cool to watch her because she's still like you know um, she's almost playing the guitar like a piano, which yeah. so she's like hitting the bass notes while she's soloing, so it sounds like there's three people playing because she's doing the drums also. Yeah. So uh, so that was really cool just to watch how the the one person band is, is performed. Uh, but the, the music is great too. But for me, I, I, I was. I was wanting the, the video aspect. Yeah, very cool. Uh, yeah, she's a looker too. I mean, she's got it all going for her. <laughs> 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 His looks are important. 
<laughs> yeah, she doesn't uh, have the same kind of artwork as ELO. That's the only thing. Right. <laughs> doesn't need spaceship. <laughs> it was a uh, concept. Yeah. <laughs> the concept is we're ugly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bowie did it. Bowie, Bowie did it five years before. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about? I liked I liked it too. Yeah. I'll get right to the point. Very very bluesy. I didn't know what to expect from, from this. Uh, yeah. I didn't know she was from Belgium. I gotta say, with with all uh, the other three uh, albums that I listened to, I didn't know what to expect from any of them. Uh, but particularly this one, this was a late entry too because uh, you had switched it up, and uh, I liked it. I liked uh, Can't Escape. I liked uh, Meet Me in My Dreams. Um, you know, it it it, it makes you happy that. Is young people who are playing real music. They're playing instruments, and it, everything doesn't have to be sampled. You know, it could be a written song on a guitar, and she's singing, and that yeah. that that was great. But it, but I, you know, this reminds me like I, I don't know if you guys have ever spent any time on Beale Street in Memphis, but I remember sure. back in the day you'd be able to go to a to a bar in in Memphis on Beale Street. And yeah. you would hear this type of music, someone playing. Sure. I, I think me and you had talked about this once before. I remember going uh, with uh, my girlfriend, who later on becomes my wife, and we saw Mason Ruffner uh, playing nice. in a bar, and you knew who he was. And he's a phenomenal yeah. blues guitarist. But that's what, that, that's how I kind of thought of this. This was like the the 2000s version of of blues. So really interesting pick. I I, I enjoyed this very much. Yeah. yeah, I think she's going to be kind of like a Gary Clark Jr., you know, yes, where she's yes, kind of yes. bringing, bringing, bringing young people into blues and stuff. And so, yeah, it's very promising. And, my uh, only question, I'm sorry, but my only question, and I just want to, you know, when when you just, um, something you said, uh, where would people, where would young people get the opportunity besides the show to, to hear this uh, artist? Where would they play this? Well, Apple Music and Spotify, she's on all that stuff. But isn't but, that kind uh, of hard to find it? Like, like, if, like if you don't go searching for it, is this just going to come up? Well, I mean, you got to kind of search blues, you know. How I did you find it? Uh, blues, I have like blues, like I'm always having like a blues station. I heard on a blues station, like a kind of a, I do like, you know, I'll just be like new blues. And yeah. then it'll just rotate new blues people in. And I'm always looking for new blues artists. That's kind of my thing. Uh, on the side but uh she but just kind of came up she's also getting you know i watched her jam in the van concert thing that's yeah. like a, almost like a tiny music you know yeah, it's like a it's series like a of yeah so she's being featured by these sort of uh indie <clears throat> artist uh platforms so she's getting a little bit of a push it seems yeah, yeah very- and the genre yeah the genre it's like i'm hoping that it turns the youth towards it because it's very old school you know genre is, so old you know yeah We'll see. Uh, Adam, how'd you feel? Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed this album also. Uh, When I first heard it, it kind of reminded me of, um, there's a, uh, I think I mentioned this before, a a Canadian uh, female kind of bluesy garage rock duo called um, the Pack AD. And uh, they have like a similar kind of sound. Um, But I mean, I really like it. I mean, and and this, at least with with her, she has that kind of, you know, maybe Nashville or or like Jeff said, uh, Memphis sound to it. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was great. I, I really liked. Uh, um, I can't even pronounce it. Esperitu, the uh, second yeah, song on the album, uh, "Can't Escape," uh, "Meet Me My Dreams." I thought the first half is very strong, but um, but yeah, now I got to really um, check out some of her live videos. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Yeah. Yeah, it's just very cool stuff. Um, uh, What was like, uh, yeah, reap what you sow, I thought was good. I thought that was a really good one. Very sexy. Like just, it's just really good blues. And it's kind of, she also has a little, you know, kind of Etta James thing going like this because she, you know, her voice can really hit kind of that blues stuff. So it's really nice. Very cool. All right. Uh, let's go. Anthony, do we have time for you, Jeff, to hear Anthony? Yeah, I got 10 more minutes. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's I'll what keep his it. wife says ah, all the time. All right, let's go. Let's uh, go. You got 10 more minutes. Well, 10 minutes. All right. I'll try to, I'll keep it kind of brief then. I picked right. um, uh, LCD Sound System, uh, their album, This Is Happening. And LCD Sound System is basically uh, James Murphy, you know, in a similar way that Nine Inch Nails is Trent Reznor. Uh, he has guest musicians on the albums and, he has a live band, but he produces and uh, plays a bunch of instruments and writes all the songs. So it's it's essentially just his project. Um, and this album, uh, so LCD Sound Systems, a New York act, but this was recorded in a mansion in L.A. in the Hollywood Hills. Uh, and I th- it used to be Rick Rubin's uh, mansion. It's where the Red Hot Chili Peppers recorded Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Um, and so, um, it's, uh, it's a, I think it's a great dance mm-hmm. rock album. There's, uh, for me, it's, you know, it's got elements of the talking heads and craft work. Um, and it's a couple of songs, even, you know, kind of indie rock of, uh, kind of early two thousands, some stuff that reminds me kind of like the strokes on there. It's just a great indie rock dance album um and and uh i've been listening to it for for a while so i wanted to share it with you guys (laughs) yeah it's very it's very cool when i um the first song um you know dance yourself clean it was like at first when i first heard i was like all right this kind of sounds like talking heads about the budget (laughs) And, (laughs) and and then it picks up and it turns into like the cure on steroids you know what i mean like it's like this nice yeah. So it was like it had a lot of surprises to it. Had all the music and drunk girls had a very ongoing boingo oh, you know yeah, sound yeah. to it, which is a band I used to really be into. And um, yeah, it just it, and then it just kind of morphs into this rave music. And then it's kind of hard to stay on it because it, you kind of get lost in it. And you're like, oh my god, is this album over? I mean, yeah. it just kind of it takes you over a little bit because you feel like you're just drop Molly and you're 23. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's kind of it has a lot going on. I mean, between the two of you, I mean, my god, I need better drugs i mean to, to listen to this music but I, I thought it was good you know i thought it was good it had kind of a roxy music sound to it as well i don't know that band roxy music whatever but yeah um but yeah i thought it was good i thought it was uh yeah you know it's kind of like elo like it, it like took the baton and kind of went on you know oh, what i mean I and that's, see that. you know what yeah. i mean where it's just like it's like it's a base of that and then they kind of you know took it to another level of just kind of modern kind of a modern level if you will yeah but, uh, I, I can see that. yeah yeah what do you think adam 
I mean, out of the uh, the four albums uh, we had this week, this is my favorite one. But this has been this is an album that I, I've been listening to this one for years. I've been I've seen LCD a bunch of times in concert. Um, I, oh, wow. I got to meet James Murphy on a Coachella cruise years ago, and uh, um, I mean, I always think that when you think about the New York City bands of the 2000s, you have the Strokes, yeah, yeah, TV on the radio. I always think LCD Sound System is the one that embodies New York City, the the probably the the best of the last 20 years. And um, and this is not. I mean, I would say either they're entitled or Sound of Silver, my favorite. LCD Sound System albums, but this one is is still a tremendous one. This was actually supposed to be their final album too, um, before they, um, you know, they they kind of they they had that huge final show at MSG right after this album, and then they came back recently with American uh, American Dream, which is another another great album. But um, I mean his, uh, you know his, uh, and the other thing is James Murphy has like a he he has this encyclopedia encyclopedic knowledge of music um i mean this is a guy that that you know he worked with bowie on bowie's uh final album but um but you can see like in all his in i mean you can see all the influences throughout um throughout his songs throughout this album and um i mean it's a great just electronic dance album and also um um the album before the sound of silver uh the song all my friends is probably one of the greatest songs to see live especially if you see it in new york city you see it in Brooklyn or see it in a venue in Manhattan. It's just, it's such an incredible experience. Very cool. Uh, Jeff, how'd you feel about this? Um, this album, like the other two, if you guys, if I wasn't on the show and you guys didn't bring this up, I would have never listened to this. Um, and so I felt the same. The first song, I, I, I wasn't digging it too much. But, you know, we have to give it a good listen. And as the album progressed, I liked it more and more. And then I really think it hits its stride kind of in the middle uh, with All I Want. I think mm-hmm. these songs are all in a row. All I Want, I Can Change, and You Wanted a Hit. And I like that You Wanted a Hit. It's a song about, like, you know, I'm not going to give you a hit, you know? Uh, I, I kind of like the little bit of a sense of humor there. Um, also, I listened to this album uh, over a two-day period, both times while I was in the gym listening to Cardio. This is a real. This is a yep. fun album to listen to while, while you're moving. Um, I also was on ecstasy when I was listening to this, so <laughs> it did hit me a, a little, a little bit differently. Um, I thought that you know the second to last song I didn't like. Um, I forgot what it was called, and then I liked the. I think it ends pretty strong. It, it, it was also felt that the second to last song was a little out of the realm of the other songs on the album. Well, well did you? I was noticing that uh, on streaming, I think there's two bonus tracks. Yeah, uh, the original get... release had had nine tracks. So if you if what you listened to had eleven tracks, then you were listening to uh, bonus tracks for but like a release. Should be the last uh, song. <clears throat> so that makes sense because it wasn't what you're talking about. Those two songs were not originally part of the collection. Yeah, home home was the last no. song, Adam. Yep. Yeah. The one before home. Uh, somebody's calling me. Oh, yeah. I thought that one was a little off off the beaten track. But oh, I thought, okay. But I thought that, you know, but after like this, the first song again, it was all a little long too. That was I think yeah. an over a seven minute song, and you know, I, I really wasn't impressed with the vocals at the beginning. So I really was. I was like, is this going to be another Anthony, you know, uh, Bobby Beale <laughs> Jr. Uh, but, but, but it. I, you know, when you hang in there, 
you know, you do get rewarded as the album goes on. Yeah. Well, I, like. I was happy for this album because I had to get rid of the ELO thing that I had listened to. So <laughs> I really felt like this was a cleansing of the palate. We like, get it. You don't <laughs> like ELO. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All minutes. right. Uh, all right. You got three minutes. Uh, Adam, come on. Three minutes. What do you got? <laughs> all right. I'll do this really fast. Um, so I picked a right. more... Uh, I picked a more recent band, uh, Tame Impala Currents from uh, 2015. It's the um, <clears throat> project of uh, Australian Kevin Parker. And um, so this album is kind of, it's very psychedelic. It's, um, he was actually, he was inspired by a Fleetwood Mac song. I'm not even sure which song, he just said a Fleetwood Mac song. And also inspired by Super Tramp and um, uh, the uh, listening to the Bee Gees on Mushrooms. And that's kind of how he came up with with this album. This album's a uh, uh, like a more personal kind of vulnerable album. Uh, I hadn't listened to it before the show. I'd heard some of the songs. Like the less I know, uh, the less I know, the better. Is their big song off of this? And this actually, this album kind of um, skyrocketed them into um, like headliner status. They headlined Coachella after this. Um, you know, there it, there's. Um, um, yeah, I mean it's it's just a very uh psychedelic synthy kind of album. And you sound very psychedelic today, Adam. <laughs> I want you to know your internet is awful. So I know, I know. I like <laughs> we heard half of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta get off that cricket program. Right. But right. Um, all of a sudden it just yeah, said the internet think, is unstable. I think these guys, <laughs> <laughs> these guys are good. Uh you know I, uh, it had a great voice or is it you know what i mean the thing sometimes i'm just wondering if you know you know it, it does does the guy really have a good voice like who you know but uh but if they're singing coachella live i'm sure they, they're decent yeah. at one point i thought this uh, i thought it sounded like a cd skipping there was one song and it, it just, <laughs> i was, was like that, do uh, i need to clean the cd yeah <laughs> was that past life <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it just had this wah wah wah. And I was like, uh, What's happening? You can I go. Yes. I go to digital skip. I was like, look at my title. I was like, this digital skip. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, you know, just it was different and weird. And you know, I thought you guys took picked similar albums. I felt like it very similar to kind of you know LCD sound. So yeah. it, it kind of had a similar sound. I feel like you guys you guys should definitely go to concerts together. You and Anthony. <laughs> you and Anthony would just be the best of buddies. Right. Um, Jeff, Jeff okay. how'd you feel about this one? Um, oh, you hated this one. I, I, no, I didn't hate it. Um, it yeah. But uh, my comparisons, uh, Adam, are a little different than yours. I really thought that, you know, it reminded me a lot, a lot of the Pesh Mode, but the Vince Clark era, you know, not not after he leaves the band when they become a little bit of a harder band. They were much more of a poppy band, you know, during that first album with songs like "I Just Can't Get Enough." Uh, it also <laughs> reminded me of Pet Shop Boys, but later on, yeah. Pet Shop Boys, like '90s version of the Pet Shop Boys. Uh, it, it, it was interesting. They were kind of like a, you know, they were kind of like a, a funky psychedelic. You know, you could see them, you know, people, you know, eating peyote out in the desert listening to this shit. Um, it, it's, you know, I, would I go see them live at, at Coachella and headlining? Uh, I, I don't know about that. But if 
if they were supporting somebody, I would definitely get into the arena a little early to to check this mm-hmm. out. I didn't think yeah. I didn't think this, I didn't think any of the albums that we listened to this week were bad. Um, and I and I, I think they were very different. I think you know mine was more classic. Yours was uh was uh bluesy. Uh, Adam and uh, Anthony, you know, do have comparisons. Um. But they were a little bit uh, different. But I thought they were all they all had merit. They were all very good. Yeah, merit. We 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 seek merit from you, Jeff. <laughs> all right. On that on 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 that note, I've had enough of this. <laughs> I will seek you guys next week. <laughs> Take care, Jeff. Good luck with your hernia. All right. Um, yeah, I th- I think this band would crush Burning Man. That's for sure. Right. You know? Like I feel like that's that's the vibe that we got. But. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. It was fun. It was a good show. It was good. Now we're just going to look at each other for like another right. 10 minutes. <laughs> you guys look good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's just, and it's funny how these, like Adam, you've been to like, I feel like Anthony, I don't think you have. Anthony, you haven't been to like a real rave, have you? No, not really. That's not my thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have either. I think I, I've done a lot of drugs and I've been in a lot of clubs where there was like, you know, kind of DJs and, you know, that vibe happening. But, um, Adam, I feel you've done like real raves, right? Like, it's like, no, you know, I, you know, I went to, um, I went to some clubs in, uh, like the tunnel and, and, um, man, what yes. was the other big one? In, like, the, the tunnel. Yeah. In the, in the nineties in New York city, but I never went to an actual, Okay. But I went to I went to a lot of festivals that like, um, you know, Bonnaroo or, um, you know, d- different ones that had those like late night raves that would go on to like five, six and six in the morning. But never like an okay, actual I all out yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought your life just consisted of like going to these events where the DJ wore a panda head. But no, uh, you know, actually, I, I hated electronic music. <laughs> I hated electronic music for the longest time, too. And um, uh, it was really? actually going to um, uh, one of the Coachella's where um, LCD Sound System was playing. It was during uh, Sound of Silver. And one of my friends okay. dragged me over there. He's like, you got to check them out. And I'm like, I, right. you know, they're this hipster electronic band from Brooklyn. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to like it. And I, I was just blown away by them. And I started to seek out some. um uh, other electronic, you know, mostly electronic rock, um, synth kind of stuff. But, but then slowly I started, you know, getting a little bit more into electronic, actual like full on electronic uh, albums. Cool, Anthony. Have you ever danced in a dance club, like a like a club where they check you at the door and you got it, like the, have, the clip clipboard or anything? Have you ever done that? I feel like I be tried hilarious. one time. I'm not. I can't. Did I ended up just. In? Yeah, I, I got oh, in. Okay. Oh, okay. But cool. but uh, but then I ended up just kind of like I'm just standing there. I'm kind of just doing this. I'm like, I don't yeah. know how to move. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I can play drums, but I can't dance. I get very. Mm. I'm very stiff. Like. Uh, yeah. The, the white comes out. The whiteness comes out sometimes. <laughs> it, it takes us over. I've seen yeah. a, a, a lot of weddings that happen. Um, yeah i remember one time like i was i was into dance music in the late 80s and stuff like dead or alive new order all that stuff you know all that stuff was happening all that new wave kind of dance music 
I mean, I was really into Dead or Alive. You know, you guys, I've said, shared this before. You know, I had the eye patch and the thing. I was really into this. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I remember I um, I was underage, but I wanted to see them live. But it was at this place called the Start Club in Dallas. And it, it, this is the coolest club in, in all of Dallas. It was owned by Stevie Nicks and uh, Grace Jones. It was like this oh, badass cool. club. And it was just like, you know, everybody wanted to go there. It was like this cool thing. So my mom bought three tickets, one for me and one for uh, my girlfriend or girl. I was just trying to like, you know, make my girlfriend. And then the three and my, and that's, so then my mom has to take us to the concert. Just to like take us inside the club and everything. And I remember we were like waiting in the thing. And it was like one of those people that was like checking the thing. So oh, you're not dressed nice enough. You're not attractive enough. You know, one of those assholes at the door with the clipboard, basically turning people away. And meanwhile, this is Texas. So there's still some redneck energy happening. <laughs> and a lot of these guys don't know that Pete Burns is basically in transitioning. You know, they they just they just hear it on the radio. You spin me rides round. So they just think that's a fun song. And so they go to the concert. And so uh, this one guy got rejected at the door. And he's like, my, and he starts a, a fight with this lady who's like, thing. she pulls out a gun. And like, I'm right there with my mom and she fires the gun. Like it just wow. shoots, it hits, it hits, and it hits like the pavement, like the the, sta the stairs or whatever that would go into the club. Like ricochets off and like all this stuff. So basically I almost died trying to see Dead or Alive. Yeah. And then we go in and it's kind of one of those situations where it's like 80% of us know what this band is. But then the twenty percent is still kind of jockey with their collars pulled up, and then so P. Burns comes out, full G string, you know, just like you know, boo half his boobs are coming in, like it's like hilarious, like the reaction to these guys going, I didn't know I looked like that, you know. <laughs> it's like, anyway, that's my big dead or alive story, but. Uh, yeah, no, we got to get you to a club, Anthony. We should just we should go to a club in LA, just like all dress up. Three of us just dress up and just we'll try film to, it. Yeah, <laughs> right. we like the rock at the Roxbury. We go to the Roxbury. I think that's oh, a yeah, real place. They, yeah, yeah, they, they do. What is that? They did this thing. Heads. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's it. The head thing. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening and watching Dustin's Vinyl. Check us out on YouTube. We give you some subscribers. <laughs> And uh, get the word out. Uh, we enjoy uh, giving this to you. So uh, thank you so much. And uh, support live music and also support Anthony Capper. He needs as much support <laughs> as he can get. He's the original one-man band. So buy his, buy his one-man band albums on Bandcamp. All right, everybody. Yeah. Play us out, Anthony. Pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash 
cashback and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall Credit Card Bill.